hey guys welcome back to my podcast so in this episode i really want to talk about the importance of healing your inner child and you know not repeating unhealthy cycles as well as toxic parenting and so let's jump right into it so as children growing up the foundation of our security is steeped in you know having this emotional connection with our caregivers um and if this emotional connection is not like a solid foundation you will find yourself in your adult relationships repeating or trying to like play out this kind of like child parent dynamic with your spouse or partner or girlfriend or boyfriend and so i think it's so important to be doing the work to become a better version of yourself because we tend to gravitate to situations that we've we have experience with because we know how to deal with them so the most primitive parts of our brain is telling us that you know our safety lies in familiarity and so as children you know we don't really recognize like or parents limitations or you know sometimes we're scared or frightened to see our parents as immature and flawed i know like from personal experience i don't know if anyone else experiences but like when you were a child you you had this like this image of your parents that was like you know they're superhuman or they're like you know or superhero like they can't do any wrong like they're so perfect perfect they have all the answers you know and you know you could go to them with any problems or at least you know that's what i i thought of my parents during like the my formative years between age say zero to 13 and then like i think 13 to 19 i think it was probably my late teenage years going into my 20s that like i had this kind of like awakening (laughs) where it was so sad and i remember i had to grieve that whole idea of me putting my parents on such a big uh pedestal and i had to grieve it from like what my teenage self but also grieve it from like my inner child self um because my awareness was so much more expanded that you know they're really just winging it like You know, they're really just winging it. They're not prepared. They don't have all the answers. I mean, they try to be as resourceful as as they can, and and that's absolutely great. But, you know, the high pedestal that I had them on, I I really had to, to grieve that. You know, 
And unfortunately, by de denying the painful truth about our parents, we really aren't able to recognize similarly hurtful people that we do attract in our adult relationships. Like that denial makes us repeat the same situation over and over and over and over. Like, you know, like a hamster on a hamster wheel. It's a vicious, vicious cycle, you know, because we never see it coming. And I know for me, I personally went through this with dating men. Like when I lived in London, I knew, I know at least for four, four or four and a half years, I was stuck in this unconscious cycle of attracting toxic men into my life that would mirror to me my deep fear of abandonment, like, and as well as my unconscious limiting beliefs. You know, because it was just like, well, all my belief was like, okay, well, all men are going to leave me. Like, no one's going to stay. And then basically, I abandoned myself and then they abandoned me. <laughs> like, that's how it played out. It was like, I was abandoning myself and then they were, that was, so I was, I, I was, that was my inner world. That was what my inner world, my inner story was telling me. And then it was being reflected in my external world. And so I was trapped in that cycle of really just going and attracting the same guy for all of those years. And I think there's a name for it, actually. Like They call it the paper doll syndrome. It's like when you keep dating the exact same energy, you know, because energy is everything. You keep dating the same exact energy, but just in different people. So I had to learn to recognize that. And every time it shows up, it took me years to, f to finally really notice that and heal that. And I think that also brings me to my next point about like learning how to heal our attachment styles. Like, you know, your attachment style is really just a specific pattern or like behavior that you have in and around relationships there are like four attachment styles there's secure attachment anxious attachment avoidant attachment and then you have like fearful avoidant or like disorganized attachment and so like if we don't heal our attachment style we tend to you know play out that parent and child dynamic um attachment style and so that was something i recognized because you know, I was looking back at my caregivers, like one has an avoidant attachment style and the other one has an anxious attachment style. And then I realized how I subconsciously, um, subconsciously had adopted this because I became the, the anxious person. And then I attracted men who were avoidant. Because, <laughs> you know, anxious and avoidant people always attract each other. And so I see how like my caregiver's attachment style I absorbed that and then I was uh, doing the same thing and so yeah until I really like went to therapy like psychotherapy and kind of like had that highlighted to me I was never really able to heal it and so it's just so so important because I don't think you can really move on <laughs> I don't think you can really move forward if you don't really deal with that and so yeah I think another reason why you need to really heal your inner child is just you know, people who lacked like emotional engagement in childhood, men and women are like often find it hard to believe that like someone would want to have a relationship with them just for being who they are and not what they offer. So it's like transactional. They, be, you know, they, they kind of believe that 
if they want closeness or what I like to say, like fake intimacy, they have to like play a role, you know, by, you know, putting other people first before themselves. They have to kind of like audition and earn love. It can also include maybe like a bit of people pleasing, but you know, that, that connection is not really, not really authentic and can also be quite manipulative because you're kind of going up about getting your needs met in a way that is just very unhealthy and you know that is just so important to heal to realize that we we are children of god and god is love and we just need to embody the love that we want we don't have to earn love we are already worthy of love and so it's really really important to just reprogram our limiting beliefs that we have around love so that we can move forward and become the love that we really want to uh, to attract into our lives and so another reason why i think we should be working on our inner child is that it's so important you will not be able to recognize what is actually healthy for you if you're operating from a a wounded or unhealed state of mind um you know you can only recognize what is familiar what feels safe for you you know especially due to the environment in which you grow up you you have these limiting beliefs around sex around love relationships intimacy and you have to really unlearn them if they're unhealthy and relearn new patterns and that in itself is such a journey like getting rid of self-limiting beliefs is so critical i feel like for me that has been that is just an i feel like that is a continuous journey like i'm always conscious of asking myself is this a limiting belief is this something that's holding me back um you know limiting beliefs are really just a state of mind um or belief that kind of restricts you in some way you know and so it it, the more self-aware you can become of become of them is the more you can actually identify them because we are run by stories and we don't we don't know what kind of stories limits we place on ourselves until we try to take some time out and really self-reflect on that and i know personally for me like i was raised by um caregivers who view the world or they have their outlook on the world that you know the world is unsafe the world is um you know you can't you can't trust people and so because you have that you tell yourself that story you operate out of fear and paranoia and i think when you grow up in that household you end up internalizing it and you transition into your adulthood with massive anxiety (laughs) massive anxiety now because you're operating out of the same fear and paranoia you know you're you're you've absorbed their story that the world is not safe i'm not safe i have to go into my room i have to lock the doors with three locks i have to do this i have to um you know make sure to close the windows i can't even sleep with the windows on with the windows open at night because someone's gonna break in like all of these limiting beliefs and honestly it's truly exhausting (laughs) and so i have had to reprogram and my inner world telling my my myself that you know the world is safe the world is actually safe i have inner safety within me and that is reflected in my external reality 
And since I've done that, and also I've cut out things like watching the news, of course. <laughs> I don't do that. I haven't done that in uh, like nine months or something. And, and honestly, my life has been amazing. I, I don't watch that at all. <laughs> um, so that does help. But um, I've, I have had to, to relearn and tell myself new stories that can help me to feel safe and feel safe in the world that I'm, that I'm operating in. Um, also, if you grew up in a household that was, you know, full of uh, drama, let's say, chaos, it was super tense and it was enabling, let's say, uh, unhealthy ways of handling conflict or, or unhealthy ways of communication. I know for me personally, like, I've come to discover on my healing journey that I was raised by, um, like my caregivers just weren't fully developed emotionally. Like they were just emotionally immature. And I find that emotionally immature parents, they fear genuine emotion and they pull back from emotional closeness. And they use these like coping mechanisms that um, resist reality rather than kind of like facing it head on they don't really have much room for self-reflection or you know they, they definitely don't apologize <laughs> and they rarely accept blame but they also tend to constantly project that you know it's everyone else and not them um, versus let's say like if you were raised with parents that were emotionally immature, they engage in a level of emotional connection almost all the time and they have enough self-awareness to be comfortable with their own feelings. And so with that, they can also be with, they can also be comfortable with other people's feelings. And I think it's so important because you don't realize that that kind of stunts you. I know for me personally, as this is something I discovered in therapy, I realized that a lot of my relationships did not have the capacity to for me to show up as my full emotional self. Um, and that was quite interesting because while I was shifting from my old self into like a new authentic version of me, I was like stripping back all of that fake identity and that socially conditioned self I realized that those relationships also faded away they faded away and because I was doing that work that was making me realize that I have not pushed the boundaries like I have not gone like the 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 emotional capacity in my relationships were just capped and I didn't have that fullness and bandwidth to really show up as my full self and so that has also been so eye-opening but you know another reason why you should heal is is i think people who are healing their inner child they tend to avoid engaging in these kind of karmic connections you know situationships like hookup culture because they just value themselves they have so much self-love that they value themselves and they have high self-esteem. And so this was something that I also had to work on because I think when you are engaging in like undefined romantic relationships and continuing this cycle of just, you know, two unhealed people running around with each other, it's almost like a circus, you know, and you're both 
you know, triggering each other's wounds. And it's just a very unhealthy dynamic and pattern, not to mention the fact that it's just like very low vibrational. Like I, I think the past, I, the past version of myself, I've really had to forgive her for like engaging, putting myself in situations with like men who, you know, can't really commit like, but want to access access me in all different ways like sexually energetically physically and you know i know some women like to say like this liberates women you know because they can you know sleep with whoever they want and exchange energy time and resources but it actually does the opposite it actually disempowers and you know i can't even imagine entertaining that in like my current state of mind now but it's so important to really heal that because then you will demand so much more from for for yourself because you know you are actually worth it if that is something that you want you know you can actually achieve it and so that 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 healing the inner child has really helped in like a boost of you know your self-worth your self-esteem your self-confidence and yeah so another reason why you should heal your inner child is that i just think that we all need to be doing this kind of work from the point of view that a lot has been passed down to us from familial trauma you know intergenerational trauma if you consider yourself like a cycle breaker then this work is just so important and you know a cycle breaker is really just like an individual within the family unit that really decides that, you know, all of these harmful patterns, these unhealthy ways of going about things, they recognize that it's causing pain, sadness, grief, anxiety, and they realize they want to end that cycle. Like, they're usually like the one that is doing, you know, the healing work. They are the one that is kind of reflecting back to to the unhealed people who are very severely triggered. (laughs) um but it's such important work and i think you know just it will ripple out into collective consciousness the more people really engage in this work it's not just for your personal circle like it really does help to raise the vibration of the planet that we're living on because this 3d earth is so dense it's so dense and i know that we are like collectively shifting into like a new um a new dimension let's say like the fifth dimension which is just based off of oneness and love and like it's so important to be able to get there like we really need to be doing this kind of work to release any you know deep ancestral wounds that have been passed down to us and so it's it's serious work um breaking the cycle but these are just like a few things that i've personally had to experience like on my journey and really just wanted to share so thank you so much for listening i am sending you love and light wherever you are in the world and i will catch you in the next episode bye